Hi there, and welcome to a Christmas episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. I'm Jamie Hampton, and I am so glad to be here with you today. How did we get here? How did we get to Christmas week already, 2020? Um, I don't know. I, I'm guessing most of us are feeling the same way in a way that uh, this year has seemed very long, and in other ways, it has flown by. I kind of think about that saying when you have children, the years are short, but the days are long. I feel like the days were long and sometimes the weeks were long, but this year was kind of short, just like all the others. And maybe even more so just because there were so many new things. There was so much um, change. And I felt like the whole year I was kind of scrambling to play catch up with what I needed to get done to adjust to the new normal with the kids and school and um, just all the things. Anyway, Merry Christmas week. If you are watching this video, uh, you can see most of you are probably listening, but for our Patreon subscribers, um, you can see that I actually have, it looks almost like a virtual background. You know how on Zoom you can choose these virtual backgrounds. I chose, normally I have this little map thing that I have in front of me that just reminds me of prayer for the world and just to be globally minded. But today I switched it out for my absolute favorite nativity painting ever. I had a neighbor in Arizona that had one of these and I admired it. And she said, oh, my friend that lives just, you know, in another part of Arizona painted it and I was floored. It was just beautiful. And so I asked her if I could arrange to buy one. So that was my Christmas present from my husband that year was that I was able to get a painting similar to hers done. They're all individual and unique. And um, yeah, so this is what I have in our downstairs, um, kind of the common area of our kitchen where everybody sees it above the piano. Most of the winter, I have it up. So I'm going to move over. Hold on. So that is not a virtual background. It's an actual painting. Now, if you're not watching the video and you don't know what Patreon is, um, you'll find out a little bit more about it later on in the show. I'll tell you a little bit more about it. But basically, it's a way for you to support our podcast by donating as little as a dollar a month to help us keep running, help us get the message out to more people. And one of the benefits that I won't mention later that's kind of a relatively new development is if you are a Patreon um, community member, you will have access at any level of support. You will have access, exclusive access to our video version of the podcast. We had been posting to YouTube, but now we have made that private so that only our Patreon supporters are able to catch our video episodes. So if you're a Patreon supporter, you will also get access to those episodes free of edits. So there are little things that Alana and I will edit along the way. Um, not just the little things like the ums and the ahs, which can be annoying to us, but we leave them in just to make the process of editing as streamlining, streamlined as possible. See, there I go. I had a, something I could have edited out, but I won't. But there are certain things we do edit out, such as if this painting falls behind me, which I'm a little bit nervous that it will because it's held up by thumbtacks. <laughs> if this painting falls down and crashes to the ground, Patreon members will get to see that on the, the video. You all that are listening will never know. So. Uh, 
yeah. But anyway, Merry Christmas. I'm, I'm just really excited for this episode because what I really envisioned for a Christmas episode was a time of rest and worship and peace. That's what I long for all year long, but especially during the Christmas season. And that's why Alana and I do what we do is to help us all just to take a breath and breathe and pray and, and realize that life isn't nearly as busy as we make it out to be. That is one lesson that I've learned. Maybe in another episode, we'll kind of reflect on 2020 and what we've learned. But one of the things that I'm really learning is life is not as busy as we make it out to be. A lot of my busyness lives in my head. And a lot of the things that I create as stress are things that I've created as stress. They're things that don't have to be stressful if I look at them a different way, or if I just rest in who God is and what he has done for me and in my life and, and looking to him for the next steps rather than looking at the big picture and being overwhelmed by all of the to do's and the haven't done's on my list. So that's my goal for today. I would love for us to just take a breath. Let's do it together. Ready in through your nose and the right kind of breathing. I have learned this this year too. The right kind of breathing doesn't make your chest puff out. It makes your stomach push out. It's a diaphragm breathing. So do this with me. Breathe in through your nose. Let your stomach expand as you inhale. So ready? Inhale. And then when you exhale, your stomach should push in and your breath should go out that way. So ready? Inhale, stomach out. Exhale, stomach in. How was that? Was that just meditative. I liked it. Um, it's kind of hard to talk and hold your breath. <laughs> so I may not have done it totally perfectly, but you get the picture. So today, our verse of the day today, this is just such a beautiful verse. Um, it's Isaiah 9 verses 6 and 7 from the New King James Version. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice, from that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Oh, that's so beautiful. So this little child that was born that we celebrate at Christmas would have the government upon his shoulders. And in this day and age right now, when there's so much turmoil and political division, not just in our country, in the United States, I say our country, you're maybe not a resident of the United States. So not our country, my country, because we are all united. I know some of you are Canadians. Some of you are New Zealanders and Australians. Some of you are from various countries in Europe and Asia and Africa and um, South America, Central America. I just, um, we all have these political divisions. We all seek after the ruler that's going to be the one, right? That's going to be it. But they all fall short. 
And this is our hope. And we're going to talk about this later in some of our devotional stuff that we're doing today, that we can have hope that the government will be upon the shoulders of Jesus and he will be wonderful. He will be called a counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. So even when the world is swirling with uncertainty and chaos, his kingdom is here. I mean, that kingdom, it's here. The moment he was born, that kingdom was established. And that is mind-blowing to think about. His kingdom is here. It's not some future time, the millennium or, you know, the millennium biblically, not this millennium, but, um, but the millennium, the millennial reign of Christ, we're not talking about when Christ returns and, and the judgment happens. We're talking about now that he is our king. He is our ruler. He is perfect. And that gives me peace. That gives me rest and hope and just a spirit of worship. So I love this. Um, our call to action today, the thing that I want you to think about and, and go to is that we have created, Alana and I have created this, um, it's a devotional, it's short, it's an eight-part devotional, and it's called Unwrapping the Gifts of Christmas, and it's eight prophecies from the Old Testament that can point you to some of the gifts that God has given us through Jesus, and it's definitely a Christmas devotional, but you can do it anytime. You can decide to do it as eight separate days of a devotional, or you can do it all together. I'm going to actually go through it all together today with you right now. So uh, if you would rather do it yourself and not have it guided and pray together and, and go through it together, and I'll add some things too, but if you would rather do it yourself, that's okay too. I think personally, it's a great meditation. You could do it every day for the rest of the year. And I think it would be beneficial because what it does is it looks at these Old Testament prophecies that point to Jesus, and then it acknowledges a gift that each one of those prophecies points to that we have in Jesus. It's hope that we have in Jesus, things that can alleviate some of the stress of feeling like we have to have it all together because it points to what Jesus is doing, what he's done and what he's going to do. So I'm excited about this. Um, so before we do that, though, what I really want to do, I want to take this moment and acknowledge that there are some of us that are super excited about Christmas. This is our holiday. This is what brings us joy. Decorating the tree happens before Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, we have our shopping done for everyone well in advance, and we just can't wait to see the perfect gift unwrapped by the people that we care about. Um, then there are those of us who feel guilty because Christmas is a hard time. And if you're a Christian and know that we're celebrating the birth of Jesus, it might make you feel guilty or judged if you were to say that you don't like Christmas. But I'm here to tell you that your feelings are legitimate if you're struggling. And there are many different ways that we can struggle, um, at especially this year. And so I'm going to go through some of those things and pray through some of those struggles if you're one of the people 
that isn't feeling that Christmas spirit, if you're not feeling like, like you're able to even focus on who Jesus is because you just feel so weighed down by your own stuff. Um, but please, number one, step one, leave the guilt at, at the front door when you walk in, okay, to this podcast. Leave the guilt. Come in here. You're with friends. We understand each other. We've been there. We've all been there. Whether it's Christmas time or any other time, that the burdens of life crowd out even the ability to formulate words to God, much less to celebrate Christmas and who Jesus is. Um, so yeah, I, I just want to acknowledge you who are listening today that are struggling. And I want to take some time for us to pray because I think all of us have some of these struggles, even if we're not mightily struggling in one particular area or in all of them, I think we all have elements of these throughout our lives right now. And my hope is that by praying through these, that it will bring you peace, that it will bring you comfort and that it will just help you take one more step toward being able to be open to celebrating the birth of Jesus in a, in a profound way. But even if it doesn't, I know that God will work through these prayers that we pray together. But even if it doesn't, don't feel guilty. God knows what you've been through. God knows what you're going through. God loves you. He is close to the brokenhearted. And I heard it described one time as... If you have a sick child, say you have 10 kids and you love them all dearly and you love them all equally, but if you have one of them that's sick, what room are you going to be in? Are you going to be in the family room with the kids playing? Are you going to be in the kitchen necessarily with the, with the kids getting snacks? Or are you going to be at the bedside of that sick child? And, and I loved that picture of God is near to the brokenhearted. He's close to all of us. He's omnipresent but he's especially close and especially available to the brokenhearted. And that is you, if, if this is your prayer today. So let's pray. Let's lift up a, a prayer to those that might be struggling this Christmas. God, we just come before you today, thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus. Acknowledging that Christmas is for him. But Lord, we know that there are those right now who are struggling mightily. This year has been a hard year, especially for many people. Probably for all of us in some way. And right now we lift up those who are struggling financially. God, we just know that there are those who whose personal finances are in trouble, who have struggling businesses, who are unable to work due to the pandemic. There have been disasters this year across the United States, across the world, across the globe. There have been earthquakes, tsunamis, tornadoes. There's been a lot of destruction on top of the, the financial and, and economic destruction that this virus has caused. Father, we lift those up to you today who are facing financial difficulties or financial ruin. 
God, we just pray that you will meet each person as Jehovah Jireh, the almighty God who who provides, that you would provide every single need in miraculous ways. God, I just pray for generosity for the people surrounding those that are struggling financially. I pray for people to rally around businesses that are facing shutdowns or that are just struggling in general because people are staying home more. I just I pray for creative ways for these businesses to continue to to thrive and for people to notice and see those that are struggling and meet their needs especially the church. God, I just pray that you would use the church to surround individuals with love, with generosity, with kindness. Lord, that you would bring to light those who are struggling that feel unseen, who feel like there's no hope. Meet them where they are, God. Point them to you through your people that we could be the hands and feet of Jesus to them. We pray for those who are spiritually struggling, who are either just kind of in a spiritual rut, who feel like they just can't find the words to pray for all the different reasons. We pray for those that are feeling distant from their church families, who for whatever reason aren't able to be personally at church right now. We pray for those who just feel so overwhelmed with life right now that they they can't focus on their spiritual lives. We just pray for release, God. Jesus says, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden and burdened, and I will give you rest. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. God, we just pray that over these people that are struggling spiritually, that you will remove the burdens that are blocking them from having a fulfilling intimate relationship with God. We lift up those who have emotional or mental health struggles, those who are struggling with depression, anxiety, stress, chronic worry, unhealthy thought patterns, negative self-talk, frustration, disappointment, anger. God, we just... Pray that your Holy Spirit would rest on them like a blanket. For those believers that are struggling now, God, I just pray that you would unleash the fruit of the Spirit in them. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. That all of these things would just be manifest in all of our lives in increasing measure and just when we need it the most. Father, we just pray for those who are struggling with mental health issues that you would just let them be seen. I just, I pray that someone would see them and help them direct them to what they need and when they need it. We pray for doctors to be able to um, direct and guide each person struggling into the best course of treatment, whether it's diet, exercise, talk therapy, counseling, 
medication, whatever interventions are necessary and helpful. God, give those doctors wisdom. Father, we pray your spirit of joy over those who are fighting depression, that you would bring their minds and their hearts and their spirits into balance. For those who are struggling with anxiety and chronic worry, Lord, that you would help each person to face their fears, to look at them, and to see them brought to light in a truthful way. We pray against any of the enemy's deception that would magnify any of these issues that are causing worry and stress. God, that you would be magnified, that your bigness, your greatness would be magnified and would just shrink all of the worries of our lives. And again, for those who have anxiety that can't be prayed away, that can't be Bible reading away, that can't be talked away, we just pray you would direct them to the right kind of help to the right kind of treatment, whether it's counseling or medication or any other kind of intervention that needs to happen so that each person would be empowered to live a fulfilling, vibrant, joyful life, free from anxiety and worry. God, I lift up those who are struggling with physical pain or disability or sickness I know that it can be a lonely place to be sick right now. I know that in many places, visitors aren't allowed. And in many places, um, there's just a lot of, there are a lot of limitations on, on who can be seen. And I just pray God for those that are um, in hospitals, that you would protect them from loneliness, that you would provide ways for them to feel connected and loved by people out on the outside, as well as nurses, hospital staff, doctors, technicians, those who are caring for them in the hospitals, that you would just equip all of those workers to be able to, to be loving and kind and to give the kind of support and love to these patients that maybe their families and friends can't give right now in person. For those that are at home who can't get out, whether it's because of COVID or because of illness or injury or sickness, we just pray your blessing on them, God. Protect them from loneliness. Relieve their pain, God. In Jesus' name, we pray for relief for those who are in chronic pain. We pray that you would be seen in the midst of the struggles that you would just show yourself in mighty ways, in ways that can't be explained away, so that each person struggling right now with physical pain would know that you love them, that your hand is on them, that you're Jehovah Rapha, the almighty God who heals. And for those who have illnesses, God, we lift them up. We pray for healing. We pray, God, that you would allow their bodies to fight hard, that you would provide them with the right nutrition and therapies and whatever it is that they need to get back 
to 100%. For those that are injured or have had surgeries, we pray the same for them, God, that you would just give them the people that they need to help them, the resources that you would point them to the doctors and the therapies and the medications that are going to bring them into full health. Lord, we pray for those who are far from family and disconnected, for those who are suffering grief, the loss of a loved one, the inability to grieve because of the way that funerals are done or not done in in the post-COVID era. Lord, we just pray that you would rain down your love, your blessing, your joy and peace on those that are lonely and grieving. We pray for just the ability to process those feelings in a way that would bring healing. I pray that you would surround people who are lonely and grieving with people that will point them to Jesus, that will point them to truth, that will pray for them, that will just listen that they will find a shoulder to cry on, a listening ear that won't try to fix things, but that will just be there for support. Help us as the body of Christ to see those that need, that need, uh, that need us the most, that need Jesus the most, that need us to be the hands and feet of Jesus to these people that are suffering. And God, we just pray for those that have strained relationships right now, that there's been a break in fellowship with someone, whether it's due to political divisions, divisions on the way the pandemic is handled, um, family quarreling, friend quarreling, added stress because of some of the isolation that we've been feeling, social media misunderstandings texting and email misunderstandings, all of the things that we struggle with in our day and age. We just pray for restored relationship for those who are experiencing strained or broken relationships. God, I lift up marriages right now. I know there's someone listening that needs this prayer, God. We pray for reconciliation in struggling marriages right now in Jesus' name. God, we know you desire for unity. You desire for marriages to thrive. And I just pray for anyone out there right now that is struggling with a strained or broken marriage, that you would be the source of hope for them, that you would bring that redemption of relationship, God. There are no lost causes with you. Father, you are all-powerful. There's nothing that's outside of your reach. So I pray for those listening that need healing in their marriages. God, that you would bring conviction to each person involved in the relationship, that you would bring a desire for reconciliation, and that you would provide the tools for that to happen that is gospel-based and based on truth. God, we trust that you can do this. Lord, I know that you can, 
And we thank you in advance for your healing work in the marriages that are struggling right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Have you heard about our Patreon community? Patreon provides a way for listeners like you to partner with us to reach more women with the Praying Christian Women podcast and our other prayer resources. For as little as $1 a month, you'll get exclusive access to video recordings of podcast episodes, including some early access to episodes before they've even been published. You'll also be able to listen to our entire archive of retired episodes of the Prevailing Prayer Podcast, where our podcasting partnership began. You'll get sneak peeks of our newest prayer resources, as well as virtual retreats and other audio and video bonuses. To find out more, head over to prayingchristianwomen.com slash partner right now and check it out. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. I know I didn't cover everything. There are so many other ways that we're struggling, but those were the ones that came to my mind, and I just feel like, Those were the ones God has kind of pointed me to pray for today. But if you have other struggles, if you would like for us to pray for you, please send us an email at connect at prayingchristianwomen.com. And we would love to pray for you, whatever it is that you need right now, we will be praying for you. So um, I just wanted to go through now that we've done that um, and, and pray through these eight gifts. So these are eight prophecies from the old Testament and I've, I've basically found a gift in each of these that is basically a gift that God has given us through each of these prophecies coming true through the person of Jesus since we're celebrating his birthday this week. Um, and I'm going to just pretty much read them as written and the prayer might vary, but I'm going to just kind of read through this devotional. And again, you can find this on paper. Well, not on paper, unless you print it out. On PDF, you can find it at prayingchristianwomen.com slash gifts with an S, G-I-F-T-S. All right, so gift one, the gift is blessing for the world. And the prophecy comes from Genesis 22, 17 and 18. I will surely bless you. And make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Father, thank you for allowing all nations to have the opportunity to become part of your family through Jesus. No longer do you just have one group of people, the people of Israel, Lord. Now you have a church with a capital C that spans across the globe. Jews and Gentiles alike can come to Christ. And we thank you for that, God. Give us the church, the desire to love and bless the world rather than to stay stagnant in our holy huddles and and keeping our lights hidden. 
Equip us with everything we need to be salt and light, the city on a hill that will point everyone in the world to Jesus. Amen. All right, gift number two is light in a dark world. Um, the prophecy is Numbers twenty four seventeen. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star will come out of Jacob. A scepter will rise out of Israel. Father, thank you for sending Jesus to be the light of the world. You created this world and saw that it was good. Since that time, darkness has entered and has become increasingly evident. We are so thankful for the hope that we have. That wonderful paradox that the darker the world gets, the more brightly the light of Jesus shines. Protect us from sadness, hopelessness, and despair. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the light of the world, whose light illuminates even the darkest corners of the earth. Amen. Gift number three is life springing up from death. The prophecy is Isaiah 11.1. 1. A shoot will come out from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. Oh God, we praise you for being the redeemer of all things. Even from death, you can bring new life. Even in painful pruning and from lifeless looking stumps, you create fruit bearing trees. From the birth of a baby destined to die, you brought hope and eternal life to all of humanity. Thank you, God, for the hope of life that has robbed death of its sting and the grave of its victory. Amen. Gift four is a perfect ruler. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but the prophecy is Jeremiah 23, 5 and 6. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the land. This is the name by which he will be called the Lord, our righteous Savior. Jesus, we praise you for being a wise, just, and perfect ruler. For as long as we can remember, humanity has been seeking out and longing for great rulers of nations, only to come up short. There is no perfect ruler but you. Thank you for the hope we have that you are our King, our Judge, and our Savior, now and forevermore. Amen. Gift number five is the church with a capital C. Second Samuel 7, 12 and 13. This was spoken by Samuel to King David. When your days are over and you rest with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you, who will come from your own body, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. God, we thank you so much for the precious gift of the church with a capital C the body of Christ, which houses your holy name. As imperfect as we are, you use us to usher in your kingdom, to accomplish your will here on earth as it is in heaven. We humbly come before your throne asking for forgiveness for the many ways we fall short, seeking your grace and your strength to love one another as you have loved us and to be united in harmony and solidarity of purpose. We pray against division and quarreling. And Lord, we just ask that you would use us mightily to encourage one another and to be the hands and feet of Jesus to a hurting world. Amen. Gift six, the gift is God's power in our weakness. 
The prophecy comes from Micah 5, verse 2. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. Lord, you used Bethlehem, a small village, to be the birthplace of God incarnate. Like the loaves and the fish, this little village that was called the house of bread would be filled with the power of God and multiplied to feed all of humanity through the birth of a baby and a humble stable meant for livestock. God, we praise you as the almighty God whose power is made perfect in our weakness. Thank you, God. Thank you for that. Whose greatness is displayed through the humble things and people of this world. Be magnified, Lord. Let us never forget the amazing works that are possible through our brokenness and insufficiency. Let us never limit your power because of our doubt in ourselves, because when we are weak, we are strong. We can do all things through Jesus Christ, who gives us strength. Lord, be glorified in us and through us. Amen. Gift number seven. The gift is God with us. Isaiah 714. This is amazing. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and you will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Oh, Lord, you could have been a distant God. You could have created the universe, set things into motion, and then just looked on. Instead, you chose to love us intimately. You chose to have a relationship with us. You sent your one and only son to be born as one of us, showing us your character up close and personally. You displayed your love for us as God the Son lived a human life, knowing his destiny was suffering and death, all so that humanity could have an even more intimate relationship with you for all of eternity. This gift is too much to understand, too overwhelming to try to comprehend. But God, we ask, we just ask that you would open our eyes and our hearts to even just a little bit of that deep mystery of this truth as we approach Christmas, that by understanding even just a fragment of that love that you have for us, that we would be transformed. Amen. And our final gift, gift eight, is victory over our enemies. I love this one because our enemies can be anyone. It could be the enemy. It could be ourselves, our negative self-talk, our sinful nature, our struggles. It could be people that are against us, that persecute us, that say things against us, that do things against us. And um, God has given us victory over all of that. Praise God. The prophecy for this one comes from Psalm 72, verses 9 and 10. May the desert tribes bow before him, and I love this, and his enemies lick the dust. How about that? May the kings of Tarshish and of distant shores bring tribute to him. May the kings of Sheba and Seba present him gifts. May all kings bow down to him and all nations serve him. Jesus, we praise you as the ultimate victor. Let us never, ever forget that. There is no surprise ending. You've already conquered death, darkness, sin, 
every enemy who would set himself up against you or us and the enemy himself, Satan. When God is for us, who can be against us? We lift you up as the mighty conqueror, the God of angel armies, the Lord of hosts, the lion of Judah, roaring on our behalf, interceding for us, going before us, walking beside us, walking behind us, all at the same time. Before you, enemies tremble, demons shudder, and Satan's power is neutralized. He's rendered powerless by the blood of Jesus and in his precious name. We thank you for the gift of this victory that you've chosen to share with your children. We claim it. We walk in it. We pray that we will never, never forget that we have nothing to fear as long as we follow you. Amen and amen. All right. Well, that is our, those are our eight gifts of Christmas. There are many more. There are more prophecies. I would challenge you to go and find your own prophecies and look for the gift. What is the gift in those prophecies? So now it is time for a blessing and benediction. I'm so glad that you were here to join us today. And from Alana and me, Merry Christmas from the bottom of our hearts. We will see you next week. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. And it'll be, um, let's see, will we be into 2021? I have to look on my calendar to be sure. Nope, we won't quite be there yet. So we will see you in two weeks. And at that point, it will be 2021. And we'll be talking a little bit about that in our um, first episode of January 2021. So until then, God bless you. And I'm going to leave you with a blessing and benediction. Our blessing is may God fill your heart with greater joy than all the world could ever offer. May he fill you with joy in his presence. May God himself be your joy and your delight. Through sorrow and sadness, may the joy of the Lord be your strength. May the Holy Spirit himself anoint you and with the oil of joy and gladness to strengthen and encourage your spirit this day and forevermore. Our benediction is from 1 Peter 5, verses 10 and 11. The God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows. Then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com slash journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him 